What's up, y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Listen Up With Just podcast. I'm so excited that you press play on this new episode. Y'all, don't kill me, but it's February, okay? And we are celebrating Black History Month. Um, You know, the last episode that I had was in January. We were talking about focus, y'all. Focus. What is your word? Um, I really got into that episode. If you haven't checked it out, please check it out before you listen to this one because this is just like the setup, okay? Like this is the setup for what we are talking about today. I'm talking about where it is the importance, right? There's importance when it comes to wanting to achieve your goals. And remember the last episode I was just you know, dropping some gems about focus and how it is important for us to um, like remove distractions, set boundaries, you know, be able to um, take mindfulness steps into reaching our goals and being able to gain that freedom and being able to take a, a, a ability of like, let me focus on what God is calling me to do or wanting me to achieve or what that um or what that I need to uh, accomplish, right? And so in this episode, I have been talking about this topic. I, I think I throw this term out a lot, y'all. And I was starting to think, and it was been it's been weighing heavy on my heart. Like I've always said, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna do an episode on this topic. I'm gonna do an episode on this topic. I'm not gonna lie, your girl, first of all, has been procrastinating on this here topic. Because I don't like talking about things like about things that, well, I don't ever want to come off as if like I'm an expert. And I hope like, y'all never even get that vibe. Like I'm a very transparent podcaster. Each episode that I talk about, your girl is not, not overcoming, going through it. And I'm going to just be real with you. I ain't got all the answers. I ain't got all the resources, the keys and all that. All I know is this is what I've gone gone through and and still going through, still trying to overcome. And yet God is speaking to me and through me. And so I want to share it and share the experiences and share the growth and share the journey that it takes to be able to have this holistic wellness that we are trying to achieve. You know, my big thing is I want people to really be able to gain freedom over their lives, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of the above. Okay. And so one of the topics, the big topics that I have been procrastinating on is boundaries, y'all. It's the boundaries. Today, we are talking about bravery and boundaries and how it is important for us to identify when we lack boundaries and then learn how to have bravery and setting them and communicating them and staying true to them. And I'll be honest, I sat on this episode because your girl, like, whew, I'm in a journey of this, but as I reflect over my life of the last like two years too, um, and then over the last, I would say about mm, four years of me being in therapy and just doing the work when it comes to boundaries and what that looks like, I was first introduced to this term in therapy and uh, was called out by my lovely therapist, um, 
Natalie was just like, girl, you lack, you, you lacking some boundaries. Like we're going to have to, you at a grown woman age where we're going to have to get you, we're going to have to get you some boundaries and just help change my perspective of what that even looked like. Cause let me get, let me be honest with y'all. Like to be so for real, <laughs> like my personality type and even just the way that I was raised, like I wasn't raised in a house with a lot of boundaries too. Like I didn't really see boundaries being, um, exampled, um, by like my parents or even my family. Like it was just always like, especially for, as a black woman, um, it is very common to see black women overextend themselves to do be the strong black woman and independent woman. Um, and it's not just for my women, men too, right? Men out here, you guys, you, you, your daddy, well, some of y'all daddies, I don't know, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all daddies was out here grinding, right? Had three, six, four, seven jobs out here, you know, trying to get, get the bills paid, make sure there's food on the table, you know, like, and so we were really taught in this like hustle mentality, overextending yourself, lacking the boundaries so that we can just get it by any means. And then we got to be the strong person, the strong friend. If I'm, I don't know who I'm talking to on this podcast, but if you are the strong friend, this episode is for you. Okay. Because I'm talking to the person that always answers, has to answer the phone. They, their friends are calling them when there is, um, when there's drama or when there's a issue or when there's a difficult circumstance or when they need advice or counsel or wisdom and you are the first person they be like let's let me call let me call uh let me call Jess like for me like my friends I love them so much um you know my nickname is Blessica because I be blessing folks lives sometimes with the wisdom that God has given me or um the the, the word that he's given me to kind of pour back and um, help pour back into people that may be struggling or are lacking the wisdom, or I pray over them. I make sure I'm interceding with my family and friends. But if I be honest, I have been the strong friend for so many years where as I got older, I realized, I realized that, oh my goodness, like this is becoming a lot for me, right? Like who do I have pouring back in to me? And that has, you know, it was hard for a minute. Um, I have a strong village though. So I'm not going to say that I don't have friends that pour back into me. I do. Like I have accountability partners. I have prayer partners. Um, I have God sisters. I have that village. Shout out to all of my village. Y'all know who you are. But there are times where as I was getting older, I realized that Man, even though I'm the strong friend, like I'm struggling. Like I struggle mentally. I struggle spiritually. I struggle physically. I struggle financially. I cannot be everything to everyone. Therefore, I have to identify where I'm lacking boundaries in certain relationships and in certain in certain thing responsibilities that I have or um, commitments that I have, like where I'm over committing myself or overextending myself, and I'm not really looking out for me. And one of the things that I want people to just as you know, my my podcast is for um, 
Christians, everyday Christians that, you know, are really struggling with everyday situations and things like that, where like, I don't ever, you, we need to unlearn, right, that boundaries are selfish. I think the church or the old school, um, historic, like mentality of Christianity or the church, you know, has kind of poured into us, like boundaries become self-centered or they become selfish. But when you really start, yo, getting in your word, okay, when you really start like having a real authentic and real relationship with God and, and you start studying Jesus and how he moved, because one of the things about me, like I'm a study Jesus. Like I get we have all of the um, other doctrine and prophets and evangelists and all of that good stuff. And, but I, sometimes I really just like to look at the work of what Jesus did when he came down here on this earth and became man and how he moved within his community and his ministry and to execute the mission that God gave him, right? So what I realized is that boundaries are not selfish. They are spiritual. And somebody needs to get free today of thinking that if I put up a boundary with someone I love, that, oh, that's selfish, that's self-centeredness. You're, you're not being the, the Christian that, you know, gives um, their last, you know, to the, the needy or whatever. Like, no, 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 no. Like, there's a time and place for everything. And one of the prime examples that just perfectly would always um, set a good example of of identifying when there is a time and place for everything was Jesus himself and how he moved within his community, how he moved with his disciples. He had boundaries. So boundaries are not selfish. They are spiritual. Jesus knew what his mission was and his boundaries helped him stay focused on his mission. If he lacked boundaries, he would not been able to execute and do the things that God was telling him to do. He would have been like, okay, they want me to heal this person. They want me to do this. They want me to do that. They, they call in Jesus' name everywhere, left, right, north, south, east, west. He gone all over the place and not staying focused on what God had called him to do. And at the end of the day, that was the most important thing he called him to do was come and die for our raggedy sins. And I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, Jesus, for having some boundaries that you did not lose focus of what you were supposed to do. And so some of the things that I had to learn for me is like, okay, I want to be the strong friend. I want to be that person that Jesus can use, right, Um, in times where I need to um, help build someone up or help or just be a helpmate or a helper or to... um, to fulfill what he's called me to do, right? But I have to realize where when I'm trying to execute and go on that mission, like I have to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. And ultimately you need to learn, we have to learn how to take care of ourselves. And so I remember that um, back in like 2020, man, 2020 was crazy, okay? Y'all were talking about the pandemic. There were so many, everybody was hit with a lot of personal tests and battles I dealt with a lot of things that um that still affected me personally but they weren't directly like impacting me um it well let me say it yeah it didn't directly impact but it was like a 
what is, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it, it was still affecting me in some space because these were people that I love, right? Like my family was going through where and my parents going through their divorce. And then I had, you know, loved ones that were sick, that were um, struggling with illnesses and battling, um, dis you know, battling illnesses. Then I had, you know, friends struggling with relationship and mental health issues. And it became very heavy where I realized, wow, a lot of people are depending on me. A lot of people are seeking me for help and for guidance and how can I be there for them when I now, their pain and their struggles are directly impacting my health and me spiritually and physically and mentally, like I'm feeling depleted. Like I can't be there for everyone, but I was the friend that they called, right? And so one of the things that my therapist really helped in the session, she was like, Jessica, you have to recognize the times where you're overextending yourself and realize that um, a way for you to execute boundaries is to ask yourself certain questions when you are interacting with your loved ones or interacting with people that you don't know because you are a lover and you are a giver and you are somebody that you um, that wants to always support and help a person that is in need. So one of the things um, she told me um, was to learn to ask yourself, do I have the emotional capacity to hear other complaints before I even answer the phone? And this is a way where we, this is where we would practice boundary setting, right? Where before you, you everybody got that one friend. Y'all know y'all got that one friend that be just calling you on the bullshit. Like, I'm sorry. It just is what it just calling you on it and just like, oh, Okay. All right. Preparing myself for the drama, preparing myself for the tears, the everything. And there are times where I can handle it. You know, I, I, you know, I can handle it. But then there's times where I have to stop and be like, Jessica, you had a really rough day today as well. You know, your job is, is stressful. You're out here living this life, trying to, you know, mind your business, drink your water, eat right, stay alive, pay these bills. It be getting hard too sometimes for you. And you already dealing with your own grief, your own mental health issues, your own physical health issues. Like, do you have the capacity to answer this phone and pour into someone when you're already empty? Right? And so... This is a question that I would have to ask myself before I even ask into the phone, right? And if I don't, if I don't have the emotional capacity to hear the complaints, then I simply don't need to pick up that phone call. Or maybe I need to put on my phone on do not disturb at the moment so that I can decompress, so that I can reconnect, so that I can recharge. If I do choose to answer the phone, right? Then I need to practice asking my friends, asking my friends, are you looking for me to just listen or do you want my opinion? Because there are times where I'm too invested. Let's be real. You know, when you got your homeboy or your homegirl and they're spilling the tea and you matter, you mad about the situa situation more than they are mad because you like, Dang, how they gonna do my bestie like that? How they gonna do my homie like that? Like, I'm pissed, I'm fed up. Like, I want to scrap, I want to turn up. Like, and then you have to take a breather and you realize, wait, wait, this ain't, this ain't my problem. This ain't my beef. 
This ain't my issue. Maybe I'm just here to listen. You know, maybe they just need a listening ear. And so it's important to ask when you are answering the phone, right? These are ways where you're like dropping little boundaries, right? Where you drop boundaries and you say, okay, if I am going to answer the phone, I'm going to ask him, do they want me to just listen? Do they want my opinion? Then I have to settle with myself and make sure, do I have the capacity for Before I do that though, do I have the capacity to listen or to give advice? If I don't, then maybe I should wait and say, hey, right now, I'm just emotionally drained. This is my favorite line, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. I use, it, I use it religiously. And it is what it is. Um, emotionally drained means, look, you are tired, sick and tired. You have no more emotional intelligence, empathy, like because you're, you're soaked up and used and dried. You're tired. Listen, so I can't be what you want me to be right now. I need some space. I need some time to recharge. And this is what it means. I think it's important, though, to communicate openly the boundary that you are setting. See, a lot of times we want to set boundaries in our head and then think folks is just going to guess that, oh, we set a boundary. No, no, no. Boundaries have to be communicated if you are an adult. They have to be communicated openly. But in order to do that, it does take a level of courage. It does take a level of bravery. And that is something that you have to literally pray on, that you can go and seek guidance and get counsel and wisdom from other people that are doing well in that area of boundary setting that can give you some tips. There is tons of resources on social media um, from the holistic um, holistic uh, therapist to... Um, uh, this other therapist, she's so super good. She's this black lady, um, Natasha, and something. Um, I can't think of her name right now, but she also has a book on um, boundaries too. Um, that is really good too. And I, I will try to drop it in the show notes um, if I remember. But they like there's resources out here that can help you word differently, right? When it comes to um, boundaries, and I think that is important because uh, I think. We, sh- a lot of us, if you're like me, I'm going to just say, if you're like me, right, the recovering people pleaser that I am, I used to really stress about, am I, you know, how can I make this sound nice? <laughs> how do I make it sound, sign, sound nice? How do I like, you know, respectfully say, I don't want to talk to you today. Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to talk to you. Or how do I respectfully say, like. Um, you're bringing me drama right now and I, I don't need that right now. Like, you know, like hit me up later. And so there are ways, right, that you can say this in a respectful way and communicate it openly and respectfully to where if people love you, right, they are going to respect your boundaries. Let me say this again because I don't think y'all heard me. If the person loves you, they are going to respect your boundaries. And see, this is what happens because we're scared to hurt the other person's feelings. We feel like, oh, you know, I don't want them to be mad or upset with me um, because I told them no. No, the person that's down for you, the person that loves you, Regardless, no matter what, that loves you, that gives you that unconditional love, 
They're going to learn. They're going to learn. They may not respect it right away, but they eventually, the more you execute and the more you put it out there and the more that you stay true, 10 toes down. See, a lot of us, we not 10 toes down. I'll be honest. I was not a 10 toes down type of girl back in the day. I wasn't. I was like, I'm just throw a little salt on the boundary, but it's not going to last. Like I know me because me, I mean, I struggle with structure. I struggle with commitment sometimes. A lot of time. I'm doing better. Period. But I struggle with it. So where I was lacking, I was like, well, how are they going to take my boundary setting serious if I don't take it serious? You know? And so it's important for us to realize that we're not, you're not trying to be rude or disrespectful. You're trying to just be intentional. And so boundaries are not intimidating they're intentional and we need to create space and be able to create conversations, open conversations with the people that we love and care about that. Hey, like I personally just don't have it. I don't have it in me right now or I need some time respectfully. Every, I feel like anything you say and you add respectfully, you good for me. I will listen. I always do a nice little Salt Bay on the respectfully quickly, just so that you know, like my heart is good. Like I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to be intimidating. I'm just trying to be intentional with respect. Okay. And so while I had been going through therapy, there were some things that my therapist really brought to me and was like, Jessica, you have to know the difference from saving and helping. And this forever like really wrecked me and got me together. Like when I was struggling, you know, I told you I was in that that 2020 where I felt like, man, it was so much that was hitting me back to back with the, my close family friends and my family. And I felt like a lot of it was weighing me down, like their their trauma, their their situations, their pain. And then also on top of the things that I was dealing with personally that were affecting me when it came to um you know, my parents divorce and everything. It was just, it was so much heaviness. And she was like, you have to know the difference between from, difference from saving and helping. She said, saving is carrying someone on your back and you don't have enough strength to carry other, other burdens and your own. Saving is, saving is carrying someone on my back, but I don't have enough strength to carry others, bur- other burdens and my and my burdens. Only God has that strength to carry others' burdens. I only needed to be strong enough to surrender the burdens over to the one that can carry it all. Man, that wrecked my life. I only had to be strong enough to once I was once they poured it and gave it to me, I'm like, "All right, God, I'm casting it. I'm giving it to you." And I will not allow this to weigh me down because I really can't control anything. Me carrying this heavy weight, the heavy burdens and the pain of someone else and even my pain doesn't fix the situation. It doesn't heal them faster. It doesn't get them the resources that it needs. It's literally just going to continue to weigh me down and then get me into a place where I will feel completely buried and suffocated. And then I go into my depression. I'm only responsible for my healing. I'm not responsible for others. 
And that was something that really got me together when I started to really see that from that perspective. It's like no matter how much I want to be that person that can pour in and help coach and motivate and mentor or provide wisdom and resources and just be that like I can't like I'm only responsible for my healing I can't be responsible for others if they don't want to do the work and get the help that they need that's on them it's not on me it doesn't matter I can I can pray until my eyes and my mouth everything hurts in me they don't want to do it they don't want to do it. They're not going to see it. And so I had to kind of like just separate the two. And when I was, you know, in the space, in the emotional and healthy space to provide that wisdom and then counsel and to just be that resource for them, I realized that I can only plant seeds, but they have to harvest them for themselves. I can't harvest them for themselves. And let me tell you, I'm speaking to the friend that is the fixer. I'm speaking to the man that is the fixer because men are out here. They love being fixers. Like I've dated a couple men where I know like their, their, their mind is a fixer. Like, how do I fix this for this woman first? Like, and you have to realize like, ultimately we're not the fixer. Christ is the fixer. We're the one that sets it up. We're the one that plants the seed. We're the one that we can plant the seed, but we cannot, we can't harvest it for them. They got to do it for themselves. We can set up the play, but they got to execute it. Like, listen, I'm going to throw the assist. You got to shoot the ball. You got to, you, you're going to have to do the work, you know, and it's just important to kind of like have those boundaries a boundary is a line right it's a like think about it like a when you have a home it's a property line it's that line where you're like okay I can only do so much so I'm gonna do what I can do what I can give but if I don't have any more to give if I can't you know provide anything I have to stop it right there I have to stop it right there and it's important to be able to see that because when we lack boundaries and we give at, we give ourselves to everything and everyone, we're not taking care of ourselves properly. And then we're always going to be drawing from an empty cup because we keep pouring and pouring and pouring out and pouring out. And it's hard. Um... And so when I think about like how the boundaries really help us to kind of stay grounded, you know, ground, grounding, being grounded is so important because like I said, when I talk about being 10 toes down, like you can really stay true to your word, to yourself. And it doesn't mean you're selfish. It means that you're being spiritual so that you can be spiritually well, so that you can be physically well, financially well, like mentally well, holistically well. That means like you are saying, hey, I want to be here for the long run for my people. And so in order for me to do that, I still have to take time for myself. I still have to draw away. One of the ways that Jesus executed boundaries Um In Luke 5, 16, it talks about how Jesus frequently drew away from the crowds to go pray. 
I mean, Jesus would be on the mission, y'all, right? He's like out here healing folks. He's out in the crowd, you know, making these trips, these moves with his disciples, gang, gang, all of that. Like, and even in the midst of all the chaos in the crowd, he made sure I'm setting time aside to go pray so that I can go draw, so I can withdraw from the crowd so that I can draw with God. Like, mercy. Sometimes we have to withdraw from the crowd so that we can draw deeper from God, the well that never runs dry. Like, and it's important for us to like create space to do that. And so how do you do it? Like you gotta you gotta set some time aside. And whether if you're setting time aside daily or doing something, you know, once a week where you know you said, hey, every every Tuesday I draw, I, I turn my phone off at a certain time and it's just me and God. And I'm having that time. I don't care who calls. You know, Lord, if somebody died, well, they already dead. You ain't got to, you know what I mean? Like, because listen, what I want people to realize, you are not in control. And I think that's what it is. Like, boundaries kind of get you that realistic, gives you, uh, humbles you, where you're like, wow, I can't control everything. All I can only control me and how that I respond and react. And how I take care of myself, right? That's what you're in control of. But all of the other things, like, you don't have any control. So being able to be intentional with your time. Be intentional with your words. Be intentional with your energy. Y'all, it is so important, man. Like, I really used to be reckless. I, I would say it was reckless. Um, because when I didn't realize, I didn't, I, I didn't know until maybe, like, years it was long time. Like it wasn't, I, I had went through college, even after college. It probably wasn't, honestly, it wasn't until I got in therapy, I think 2018, where I realized like, just you are a gem. Like you are a precious gem. Your energy is precious. Your time is precious. Everybody that gets an opportunity to connect with you somehow can walk away charged and feel or have some type of joy and that energy is priceless and so you're consistently giving it away to a lot of people who are undeserving and they don't or don't even respect it right they don't respect it and I had to realize wow Especially, um, I'll say, I'll put in the context for me in relationships and in dating, right? Where I was just, just giving my time and energy and myself, like, to anybody because I was just available. And it was just like, literally left me feeling empty, y'all. Like, empty in the relationship, empty in the, um... In the friendships where I felt like, dang, I'm not getting poured back into. Like, I'm, I'm doing all this porn. Ain't nobody pouring back into me like that. Like, I kind of feel like, dang, I'm a little, I'm a little dried out. Like, yo, where's the, where's the, I need some, 
I need to be quenched. <laughs> like I need, I'm, I'm, I'm out here thirsting right now and I'm not getting that same energy back. And I realized that, you know, your, your time, your energy, my presence is a gift. And so I need to be mindful of how freely I'm giving that away and making sure that it's intentional and making sure, and it's not, I don't want it to think that like you come walk away like, oh, well, everything has to be a transaction. Like you just have to get something back. No, I do not believe that. Though I do believe that um, if you're not careful, the more you keep giving, 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 if you're a giver and someone is just a taker, they will take full advantage of taking everything you give and not returning anything. And that to me, I don't believe is right. I don't. I don't believe it's right. I don't I don't believe it's healthy because I literally I, I'm human. So I'm not a superhuman where it's different with Christ, um, with, with Jesus. Like even Jesus really, to be honest, he didn't do as much like people. He kept giving and drawing and healing and doing all that. But yet, remember, he had to take time to steal away, to still draw from the most, the most high, his father. And, and so he's superhuman. He wasn't even really man. Like he was, he's God. <laughs> like, whereas me, I'm nowhere near that. So just as much as I'm giving out as a human, I deserve to be poured back into, right? Because I'm not superhuman. I can't do it all. I can't give it all. I can't be it all. And so it was important for me to like be able to have, um, start recognizing where, what are some boundaries that you could be setting? Right. And so one of those boundaries are like, you know, um, for me, it was just like, especially in the dating, right, world. Um, and I think, I feel like I've talked about this before. I know um, Pastor Michael Kelly has preached this um, to me, to, to a sermon to a lot of, you know, singles, um, where just because I'm available doesn't mean I'm suitable for you, right? And so for me, like I used to, like I said, the recovering people pleaser, I was just entertaining. Like I felt like my... Um, Mm, it could be self-esteem. I'll be honest. Like the self-esteem was definitely low where I felt like, okay, if you hit me back then, like wasn't a lot of DMing, but like, oh, if you're interested, let me entertain you just because you're interested. What? Then I had to realize, dang, just you that girl. Like not even, not, not even trying to hold you, not on that. Like I'm conceited. I got a reason. But like, to be honest, like, yeah, like, I am that deal. Like, I do have a lot going for myself. I, I now know my worth where I'm not going to be wasting my time and my work on somebody that's not suitable for me. And just because they entertain me and just because they think I'm attractive, like, that is not healthy. Because what is that doing? Where is it going? You know? And you realize you're wasting a lot of time. And so, for me, it was just like, okay, Jessica, like, you're in a single season where you you don't just want to entertain just to entertain. You've done that. It's gotten you nowhere. So now what do you, what what boundaries are you setting up, right? So for me it's like a boundary is like I I have to I have to really get to know you as a friend before I even think twice about romance or anything because 
for me, that's just like the friendship is the foundation for any relationship. And so what does that look like? Not moving so fast, Jess. Like, because your girl was fast, okay? Like, I'm just ain't going to hold you. Like, I was like, man, let's get this show on the road. Like, because I'm impatient, though. That's my impatient patty um, coming out. But it's it was important for me to kind of just like sit down and look at, okay, where am I lacking boundaries? I'm like, I lack boundaries sometimes in um, dating. I, I was lacking boundaries in my relationships with my friendships where, again, trying to be the strong friend, not, not um, realizing that I can't be the savior. All I can do is be the helper. Um, when it came to uh, boundaries in, uh, in physical boundaries, when in my health, right? Like where I was lacking boundaries and like emotionally eating or, um, you know, not taking care of myself and creating time to, to go to the gym, right? Um, I had every excuse in the world of why I, I just can't make it to the gym. I can't get to the gym or, you know, this. And now that I started putting boundaries up and I said, all right, Jess, if you're going, if you if you follow me on social media, your girl has been in the gym 530 in the morning. Shout out to Burn, okay, Burn Boot Camp. And your girl has been really like, all right. And so the boundary is like I put my phone on Jess time where I'm not seeing notifications, you know. And there's times where it just goes on do not disturb. I used to have an automatic do not disturb at 10 o'clock. Like, you're not going to catch this. If I wake up, I wake up, okay? But when it comes to getting my sleep together, like, I was struggling um, before I started working out. Um, I struggled heavy. It was, And it was in the season of my depression was really bad and uh, where insomnia was bad. And so I wasn't sleeping throughout the night, and I was scrolling on my phone and all of this, where it was just like, okay, if I, I know I have long days, I may have to start my day earlier, but I may have to end my night earlier by, you know, either getting off the phone, you know, unplugging, you know, for that time so that I can get some rest or taking naps, taking a break or just saying the magic word. No. Okay. I know we don't like that word. I know we struggle with the word no. If you are like me, the recovering people pleaser, you have struggled with just saying, no, I don't feel like going. I'm sorry. Like, I don't feel like going out right now. No, I know you like me and you want to take me out on a date, but I'm just not feeling it. I ain't feeling you. Like, I'm not calling you a munch, but it's just not it for me, yo. So, no, I don't want to go. Like, no, I actually can't serve on this ministry this this year. Oh, that's a hard one, right? When you got to tell the church folks no. Trust me, I've gone through all of these scenarios and I've had to execute the boundary of saying sometimes no. And this is where we have to be honest. And I, I, I remember doing a podcast on this about self-betrayal and how bad we do self-betrayal when we say when we say yes to the things we really want to say no to, and then we say yes to the things that we really want, um, we say uh, no to the things that we want to say yes to. And it's just like, it's, you're betraying yourself. And so at that moment, like, it's important for us to recognize, like, when am I going to, like, when is this opportunity where I know that I'm about to do too much? And I can't, I don't have any more in me and that I can be brave enough and have courage enough to say, no, 
I don't have the capacity, you know, or having the bravery and courage to say, yes, you know what? I'm going to step out on faith. I'm going to do this thing because I got the capacity and I'm setting that tone to be able to, to do it. Right. But I'm doing it from an absolute yes. It's never, uh, it's never a, um, a maybe yes. You know, it's never a maybe no. It's absolutely yes. It's either hell yes or hell no. That's what you got to get from your gut, okay? And just go with it. Like, and say, hey, this is, I am saying yes to this thing. This is what my gut, God has told me to go forth and do it. Or I'm saying no. God is telling me to sit still. God is telling me to rest. God is telling me I just don't have it. I need to take time and heal and be able to be confident in your yes and your no. And those are ways that really you can really help, you know, practice the boundary by even saying those those two those two small words, yes or no. And make sure that it's coming from the inner you and not what everybody else wants, right? Um because you may not have, like, again, the space or the capacity. Um, you realize that, and the more that you start executing and practicing them, again, the people that you love will either, they must, they're either going to respect your space, the boundary line that you're putting up, right? Or you're just going to continue to create the space. Like, it's like one or the other. Like, I'm going to create the space regardless, but you're going to either learn how to respect it or I'm going to have to love you from a dif- distance. And I know, yo, it's hard, especially when we start talking about family, yo. I think I struggled really hard. I think I remember when I first started executing boundaries with my mother. And I love my mama to death. But if you, like, the black woman, like, y'all understand my black women on here and black men either, too. Like, when you have a black mama that don't play, that's just been always the pillar and just wanting to do everything. I saw how my mom would just overwork and overextend herself. And to this day, I always have to, I teach my mom. Like, I'm helping her to unlearn and learn what these boundaries that need to happen and how can she execute more uh, softness in her life and stop trying to be strong and do everything because it's not meant for us to carry everything and be everything for everyone. Like it's time to walk in our soft girl era for, you know, and, you know, and to be in that space, not just for my ladies, but even for my men, like to be able to say, like saying no is still masculine. Like, to be able to say no in a respectful way, um, to take care of yourself. And, you know, I get it where, you know, men, you're supposed to be the providers. You're supposed to sacrifice everything. Yeah, yeah, da, 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 da. But let's be honest, like we're living in this new age where it ain't all on y'all anyway. You definitely got women out here getting the bag too, doing a thing too. You guys are partnering. That's why it's important to find someone that can be able to, you guys can partner together and pick and balance the responsibilities and not feel like one person is just carrying it all. Like, no, like it should be reciprocal. It should be somewhere where there's a partnership where if you don't have the capacity, well, God has given me enough room right now to, you know, help take up the lack and then it vice versa. And we, and we work in that way. And so like, for me, like I remember like having to 
practice that with my mom where a couple of times where there were just some conversations where we're just like, mm, mom, you know what? I don't want to listen to that right now. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to hear that. Um, I don't have the emotional capacity to listen to that, you know, or reminding her that I'm still her daughter and that, you know, I don't want to hear about that drama and the things, you know, and just like respectfully having to do that. And it was hard. It was hard for her to accept at first because, you know, I'm your mama. I sacrifice everything for you. Da, 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 da. They love to throw that line out there, child. Like, did we ask to be here? No. Um, but I get it. But it's out of love. It's out of love, right? Because I know for me, like, some of the things that I was going through in my family and having to deal with, like, it was weighing on me where depression was kicking my behind. Like, it was kicking me. So, like, I knew, like, I couldn't. I couldn't take that one conversation or that one comment again. Whereas that comment, that 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 was going to trigger me. So I have to set up the boundary like, mm-mm, that's off limits. It's off limits. And that's what it is. It's really like boundary setting is letting people know like, hey, it's off limits. And so people, like what I had to realize is that saying no may cause some discomfort, but it doesn't cause injury. Like, they don't hurt, they protect. Boundaries don't hurt, they protect. Saying no may cause some discomfort, but it doesn't cause the injury that you really think it is. Like, it's not meant to be hurtful. It's just meant to help be protective of your peace, protective of your mental space, right? Like, and when you start to see in your life where, where in my life emotionally am I lacking boundaries? Where in my life physically I'm lacking boundaries? Where in my life financially I'm lacking boundaries? Y'all, like, let's get real with ourselves. And I can point out in each area where I have, like, fallen short and I'm falling short. And I'm like, all right, financially, like, Jess, this is the year where, you made a big purchase. Now you have, you know, your home. Like you have to start saving more. You have to, you know, really get back to your your savings plan. You know, I used to, I, I child was doing Dave Ramsey and everything. Like I got the resources. Now I need to go back and start executing some of that and say, all right, like I can't go, I can't go out every weekend. I can't just go and get food and drinks with you, even though I be wanting to do that. Like. Mm -mm. like I can't like you know I can't go to every trip um I remember like just being um last year when I was planning and I, I didn't even know that this was going to happen for me to even become a homeowner last year uh because I didn't start off the year with that mindset but then once I zoned in I realized okay now you have to make temporary sacrifices for long-term satisf uh, um, satisfaction or gratification that you want, right? And so that temporary status, the temporary sa um, sacrifices that I'm making where I was like, yo, I, I can't make it to this birthday trip. I can't, you know, I can't go on this. Everybody wanted me to go on everybody's trips, you know, or um, go to this concert. I can't go to everything because I'm, I'm, I'm saving and I'm building for something and it's going to be, it's for the long term. So it's going to cause some short term discomfort, but in the long run, your girl is going to be greatly 
satisfied. It's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be worth the sacrifice. And that goes in for everything, just even physical, like, right, where, you know, right now I'm on my health journey where I'm just like, all right, yo, like, I really want to get hold of my, um, get hold of my, uh, my, my health, right? Where, dang, this temporary discomfort of when I'm sore, yo, like I've been sore in the gym, yo. And now I'm like, yeah, but the long term, if I keep going, if I keep, I'm going to see a year from now, I'll probably, I will see, I'm claiming that I'm going to see the transformation that I want to see, right? And so it's just being able to take inventory of your life, of where you lack boundaries and pray and ask um, God to give you courage and bravery to openly communicate, openly like identify, identify and communicate the boundaries so that you can stay focused on your goals, that you can be able to achieve or stay on focus on the mission, just like Jesus was, so that we can be able to live our best life, right? We want to live our best life with Christ. We want to be able to live this free life. And I'm telling you, the more that you are able to get boundaries, like you will get freedom. You will get freedom. You will feel free. You will feel light. And you won't feel this heaviness of burdens because you've learned how to say, you know what? I just don't have the capacity for it. I ain't even got an Emmy on me. And so this episode is for anyone that is struggling with boundaries. I'm, I pray that you guys um, are just taking inventory of those areas, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and asking God, where can he give you bravery in setting and practicing boundaries? So if this episode has blessed you, I really pray that you guys share it, right? Share it with someone, share it with your family, your um, cousins, auntie, uncles, whomever that may be struggling in this area. And let's get brave in setting boundaries. All right, well, that wraps up the episode. I know it was lengthy, guys, but I just felt like it was heaviness on my heart. to the podcast on apples and apples podcast and spotify all right see you next for next episode